0: Hello and welcome to You Bet Your Life from OTRGold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is spoon. S P O O N. Really? You bet your life! 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth Steelers of America present Groucho Marx in You, bet Your Life, the comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only...
2: I thought he was all washed up. Oh, that's me. Well, here I am again with $4,500 for one of our couples.
1: We invited some school teachers to the program tonight, and just before we went on the air, our studio audience selected Mrs. Marion Helber. Her partner is a schoolboy, Mr. Melvin Leon Hunt. Folks, meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Miss uh, Marion Helber. That's right, Mrs. Mrs. Oh, Mrs. uh, Oh, yes. Mrs. Marion Helber and uh, Mr. Leon Hunt. That's right. Mrs. Helba, where, where are you from?
3: I was born in Waterloo, Iowa. Where? In Waterloo, Iowa. Oh, I used to play mm.
2: in Waterloo. Yeah. Did you? They have a bridge there connecting the two That's different right, parts they of the do? town. Yeah.
3: And they quarrel about the east and west side of the river? I just quarreled the about team? the
2: bridge. I didn't quarrel about <laughs> it. When they froze to death once.
3: That's right.
0: Yeah. Very cold place.
2: I don't blame you for leaving Waterloo. It's a lovely town, and the desoto Plymouth dealer in that town is yes. a really fine fellow. Cool. I know him very well.
3: They're all fine He people. lives
2: on the bridge. You know? <laughs> Now, Mrs. Hel- your mother's helper. Are you mother's little helper?
3: Oh no, it's Helber B. Oh.
2: oh, I see. I don't see very well. You'll have to forgive me. Eh? <laughs> now I realize it's gauche to ask a woman her age, so I'll, I'll be subtle about it. Uh, uh, how old are you?
3: <laughs> well, I'll just be just as subtle. I'm sixty-one.
2: Well, you don't look it. Thank you. I thought you were about I forty-eight. Don't Thank you. Uh, Melvin Leon Hunt, eh? Uh, how old are you? I guess uh, you'd be around 45, wouldn't you? <laughs>
0: 11.
2: 11? Well, you don't look a day over 30.
0: Well, are are uh, you 11, sure you're 11? 11 and three quarters.
2: That's, that's better. When I ask a question around here, I want the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. Except during election year. <laughs> now, you're a school schoolteacher, huh? Mrs. Uh, Helva? I am. Uh-huh. What, what grade are you in? Fourth. Really? Why, Melvin's only 11 and three quarters, and look where he is. (laughs) Melvin, where are you? B7. B7? Mm -hmm. Sounds like a vitamin. (laughs) (laughs)
0: How
2: long have you been teaching school?
3: I'm on my 41st year.
2: Really? (laughs) You certainly must be sick of apples by this time. (laughs) What about you, Melvin? Have you got a girlfriend? Well... (laughs) Now, quit beating around the bush, Melvin. Uh, What's her name? Cheryl. That's a pretty name. How does she spell it? Don't ask me. (laughs) who do you want me to ask? Mrs. Helba? Yeah. Can you describe this girl, since you don't know how to spell her name? What does she look like?
0: Well, she's kind of tall and skinny, and she's got a... (laughs) She's blonde...
2: How much taller than you is she? Uh a foot? No. You contemplate matrimony with this charmer?
0: What do you mean? <laughs>
2: you you ultimately plan on being betrothed?
0: No. Now what did I
2: say that time?
0: Uh a dictionary round?
2: <laughs> Do you have any hobbies, uh, uh, Melvin?
3: Well, I have stamp collecting, and I like archaeology.
2: Well, what? Is that? what's archaeology?
3: Well, it's studying ancient
0: ruins. <laughs>
2: you're, you're not being personal now, are you? <laughs> well, uh,
0: insinuating is what you mean, no. <laughs>
2: Mrs. Helba, what is insinuating me? <laughs> well, I've enjoyed this little chat, and Melvin, you're, you're a fine boy, and we expect great things of you someday, but not in school. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $4,500 question. Right now, I'd like everyone to listen to this. America's
1: most spectacular new car. That's what everybody is saying about the new 160-horsepower DeSoto Fire Dome 8. Tomorrow, get acquainted with all of DeSoto's great features. That mighty 160-horsepower Fire Dome V8 engine and full power steering. With power steering, you can actually turn the wheels with one finger, even when the car is at a standstill. Why, parking is as easy as dialing a phone. But DeSoto brings you not just power steering, but full power steering. That means easier, safer driving for you, on all kinds of roads, under all conditions, all the time. Not just some of the time. And listen to this. DeSoto's full-power steering requires not the usual five and one-half, but only three and one-half revolutions of the steering wheel to turn the wheels from one extreme to the other. Think of how much faster and easier it is to turn corners and to park. Remember all these DeSoto advantages before you buy any car that claims to offer you power steering. Only the DeSoto type of power steering is full power steering. So stop in at your DeSoto Plymouth dealers tomorrow and get behind the wheel of the spectacular new DeSoto Fire Dome 8. Also see and drive the DeSoto Power Master 6, available in custom and deluxe models. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. The low-priced car, most like high-priced cars. So no matter what price range you may have in mind, you'll find the car you want at a DeSoto Plymouth dealer's.
2: All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. George, explain the rules, sir. You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four we, questions. We call him Fire Dome. <laughs> Fire Dome phenomenon.
1: You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions, and the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $4,500 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show.
2: Yeah, here we go. Let's see how high I can build your $20. You selected mountains and lakes of the world. Now, here's your first question. How much of the 20 will you risk? 19. 19. 19. Where is Fujiyama? Japan. Japan, Japan is right. You're on your way. You have $39. Now, remember, you're going for $4,500 a night. How much of the $39 are you going to try? $38.
0: 38
2: All right. 38. In what country is Lake Louise? Canada. Canada is right. You now have $77.
0: $76.
2: All right. Uh, where is Mount Popocatapetl? Popocatapetl. Mexico. Mexico is right. <laughs> now you're flying to one hundred and fifty-three dollars. And they say school teachers are underpaid.
0: <laughs> All right, is your
2: last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the swag are you going to go for? One hundred and mm-hmm. oh, fifty. 150. One hundred and
0: fifty-two.
2: On. One hundred
0: and fifty-two. Where is Moana lower?
2: Hawaiian Islands is right. Mm-hmm. What And you wind up with $305. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealer.
1: Groucho, we have a housewife and a bus driver for you now. They volunteered just before we went on the air. Mr. Uh, Irving Maddox and Mrs. Uh, May St. Ange meet Groucho Marx.
2: Welcome to your bet your life. Say the secret word and divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Mrs. May St. Ange and Mr. Maddox. Right? Right. Mr. Maddox, where, where, are, you, where are you from? Uh, Lexington, Missouri. Isn't that where the uh, Minutemen fought the British? <laughs> no. You're pretty safe in saying that, eh? Yes, sir. And Mrs. St. Ange, it sounds like a frozen drink.
3: Oh, no. I mm-hmm. will just
2: call you May that's your first name isn't they it. They
3: call me grandma May because I have 15 grandchildren. And all the children in the neighborhood call me grandma May. You can call me grandma May.
2: Okay, uh, where are you from grandma?
3: Superior Wisconsin and we have the largest ore docks in the world there and we also you have the
2: largest what?
3: Or docks. They ship ore to and take it down the lake. Oh, or docks. Ore docks. Oh. Ore oh. docks. <laughs>
2: And then we have a new pipeline I there. I thought you were
3: talking about cattle, No. <laughs> um, uh, well, how is your
2: odd ox, grandma? Oh, they're just
3: fine. We ship more tonners there than any other port in the world.
2: Well, I am delighted. We have a s- new
3: pipeline there, too. You have, huh? But that makes the city smell. We don't Yeah, have yes, it's. It. breathing in the money, but we really don't like that no. smell. It's too it. rich, huh? When I the know. money comes, you can't help it the it smell. <laughs> this
2: is a walking phonograph, Nathan. <laughs> How long I'm afraid to ask her another question. Make... Well, I'll talk to it may you. take about twenty minutes the next question. <laughs> How long have you been living in California, Mary? Oh,
3: we're only tourists.
2: Only tourists?
3: We're just touring. We're all
2: tourists in California.
3: (laughs) (laughs) It's so cold at home that we come out here to get the warm weather.
2: Well, doesn't the yard docks keep you warm in the winter? Oh, no.
3: They even close up in the winter. It freezes up there. It gets us as cold as 40 below, and it costs so much to heat that we can almost live out here for what it just keeps to keep us warm up there. (laughs) the people freeze and then. That's or, oh.
2: uh, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and I love it. And what uh, Mr. Saint Ange that's a, that's a curious name. Where where did you get it? My husband.
0: <laughs> He's
3: nice too. Is, he, is your husband a saint? Oh no, he likes to take a drink and he cheats.
0: <laughs>
3: He's got beautiful white hair though. Oh, a lot of white hair.
2: He chewed snuff, did you say? Mm-hmm. How did you meet Mr. this uh, snuff chewer?
3: Well, I was running so oh, he's not a snuff chewer, just once in a while. You know. No, I the was, day, huh? I was running an old lady's home and he came there to paint.
0: Uh,
2: just a moment. <laughs> the
3: walls and scenes, you know. You were
2: running an old lady's home?
3: Uh huh, and he came there to paint. And he
2: came there to paint?
3: Mm-hmm.
2: There were men on this place too?
3: Yes, I had six men. Because you have to have a man around the house to keep the old ladies contented, you know. We had
0: them we spoiled
3: them you don't have to have a man around the house to be happy.
2: How old were these men?
3: I mean, over eighty. But some of them were pretty peppy. Did you have a good ball club there? No, oh, no, I'm not a this. I used to play cards Now, why did you have these men to... there
2: for? I don't understand.
3: Well, they used to run errands for the ladies. They used to They go used to, to run the... errands. Oh, yeah. <laughs> sure, some men could run It's the only to go place, place where they store. ever walked errands.
0: Uh,
2: well, it's been very interesting talking to you two, especially you, Mr. Maddox. <laughs>
3: Cancel the man have. They're just nice to have around the house.
2: And, yes, they are.
3: They are. They're nice to have around the house.
2: May, if you really want to see the country, get yourself a new DeSoto Fire No. Me.
3: My sister-in-law up in British Columbia has some new DeSoto <laughs> Now,
2: you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $4,500 question.
1: <laughs> the school teacher and the schoolboy won $305, and the secret word is Spoon.
2: All right, here we go. Let's see how I can bet you $20. You selected locations of United States cities, beginning with forts and saints as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? You have $20. I bet 19 19? $19. Or or, 1980. What's better $19. 80 Let's bet it 19 19 right, and what state is the city of St. Paul?
3: Oh, Minnesota.
2: Minnesota is right.
0: Well,
2: you're on your way. You have $39.80. Remember, you're going for four thousand five hundred dollars, Scott. How much of the thirty-nine
3: dollars?
2: <laughs> how much of the thirty-nine eight zero are you going to bet this time?
3: Thirty-nine. Thirty-nine
2: cents. All right. And what state is the city of Fort Wayne? Indiana. 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 You now have seventy-eight dollars and eighty cents. How much of this are you going to bet?
0: Seventy-eight. Seventy-eight.
2: In what state is the city of St. Joseph? This city was Missouri. Missouri Missouri is right. You
1: now have $156.80. How much are you going to bet? $156. Okay.
2: $156. In what state is the city of Fort Worth? Oh, Texas. Texas Texas is right. Real good. A real shot. You wind up... With $312.80. Thanks, and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers.
1: We uh, have an engaged couple for you now, Groucho. Uh, They're very special guests. I think after you've talked to them for a while, you'll find out why I invited them to be on the show tonight. So let's meet them. Miss Rose Aranda and
2: Sergeant Joseph Rodriguez, meet Groucho Marx. Welcome to the Soda Plymouth deal. Say the secret word and you'll win $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Pretty cute couple, huh? Let's see, you're engaged and you're uh, very special, eh? Well, I don't know about Joe, but Rose, obviously, you're not the last Rose of summer. You look real special. Sergeant Joseph Rodriguez, huh? That's right. Where are you from, Joe? San Bernardino. How old are you? Uh... I'm 23. 23. Eh? You're kind of my looking to be a tough army sergeant. Uh, where are you stationed? In the ORC headquarters in San Bernardino. What is that? Is that uh, Oxdor? What is <laughs> ORC? No, no, that's the Organized Reserve Corps School there in San Bernardino. Oh, you're in the reserve, eh? No, uh, I'm uh, on the administrative staff. I do a little stencil cutting, typing, topographical map work. So oh, pretty cushy job you got there, Joe. <laughs> where are you working, uh, Rose? Anywhere?
0: I'm a key punch operator at Norton Air Force Base.
2: How did you meet the sergeant here?
0: Well, he belonged to the YMCA and his wife, Y-extended an invitation uh, to our club.
2: Well, why did his wife extend an invitation?
0: Uh, Well, they were going on a snow party.
2: Well, what's a snow party? Is that where nobody shows up? (laughs) You know, the guy says, snow party, nobody shows up. No, it's...
0: You go tobogganing, and you have lots of fun in the snow.
2: Oh. What kind of club did you belong to?
0: Oh, it was a social club. It had no name or purpose.
2: No purpose, eh? (laughs) i bet by now every girl in that club is married to some member of the YMCA. (laughs) Rose, how did you feel about uh, Joe after the first date?
0: I was a little nervous. On the way back, we stopped at a coffee shop, and... uh, We ordered some coffee, and I poured about ten spoons of sugar in my cup of coffee.
2: (laughs) You said spoon. That's the sacred word. So you and uh, your boyfriend over here each uh, win $50. Thank you. Now, what did you say? You poured, uh, what, ten spoons full of uh, sugar in your
0: cup of coffee, yes.
2: Why did you, uh, Velocity. did you have a lump in your throat, or?
0: <laughs> no, I was so nervous. I just kept pouring it on.
2: Joe, was that true? She was pouring it on? <laughs> pouring the sugar in a cup of coffee, Oh, yes. I see. Joe, uh, after you're married, who's going to be the boss? Well, I believe in every family there should be a first sergeant to run the company. <laughs> you may be the first sergeant, but the company commander is going to be a rose. <laughs> And in a pretty nice vase, too.
0: <laughs>
2: now, Joe, uh, Feniman says you two are a special guest. Uh, why is that? Is it because you're an army sergeant? No, I don't believe so. There's nothing special about an army sergeant unless you happen to be a private.
0: <laughs>
2: George Feniman, come in here. You told me there was something special about this couple. What is it? Uh, obviously, they're not going to tell me.
1: Well, Gracho, Sergeant Rodriguez has been awarded the nation's highest military decoration, the Congressional Medal of Honor.
2: Well, I don't have to tell you, Sergeant. How honored we are to have you here with us tonight. And Gracho, the uh, Army Major. But I will tell you, we are honored to have you here. The Army... Keep out of this. <laughs> the
1: Army Major gotcha that uh, first told me about Joe uh, gave me this citation which explains exactly what he did. Uh...
2: Would you like to hear this? <laughs> Sergeant Joseph C. Rodriguez, then Private First Class, was participating in an attack against a fanatical hostile force occupying well-fortified positions... ...on rugged commanding terrain near Munyiri, Korea... ...on the 21st of May, 1951... ...when his squad's advance was halted by a withering barrage of... ...automatic weapons from five emplacements... ...together with grenades... ...which the enemy rolled down the hill toward the advancing troops. Fully aware of the odds against him, Sergeant Rodriguez... ...leaped to his feet, dashed 60 yards up the fire-swept slope... ...and after lobbing grenades into the first foxhole... ...ran around the left flank... ...silenced an automatic weapon with two grenades and continued his whirlwind assault to the top of the peak, wiping out two more foxholes, and then, reaching the right flank, he tossed grenades into the remaining emplacement, destroying the gun and annihilating its crew. As a result of his incredible display of valor, the defense of the opposition was broken, the enemy routed, and the strategic stronghold secured. Well, give me that again. i give him a good kiss. If you don't win any money here tonight, it won't be my fault, Sergeant. <laughs>
0: well,
2: Joe, that's the most amazing thing I ever heard of you, are just the new Sergeant York, aren't you? There's just one thing I'd like to know. When you were running through all that lead, uh, what were you thinking about? Well, I wasn't thinking. I was just mad, I guess. You wiped out a whole army just because you got mad?
0: <laughs>
2: Joe, if I said anything tonight uh, here that you read... <laughs> If I said anything that you resent, I was just being facetious. Today. <laughs> what are your plans for the future, Joe? Well, we... I hope to make a career in the Army. Well, I'm sure glad you're on our side. <laughs> and, Rose, take good care of this fellow, and my advice is don't ever make him mad. If i to wipe out Los Angeles. <laughs> you're a fine couple, and I'm sure you're going to have many happy and handsome and bright and brave children. All right, now let's play your bet your life. Joe, that's one game you have already played, and we're certainly happy that you won. This will probably seem pretty tame after that, but here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You have to run your $20 no more than our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the DeSoto Plymouth $4,500 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but Mr. Fenneman is going to remind our listeners.
1: The housewife and the bus driver lead with $312.80.
2: Here we go. Let's say Ohio can build you $20. You selected all-time favorites as your category. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Decide on one answer between you. Talk up. Nineteen. Nineteen. Nineteen.
0: Nineteen nine. eighty. Nineteen, eight. Nineteen
2: eighty. All right. Here's your first question for 1980. Give me the title of this song. Play, Jerry. A good start, you have $39.80. You gave me a heart failure. I thought you were <laughs> going to blow that. Out. Don't ever do that again, will oh. you? Answer it quicker, will you? I can't stand the suspense.
0: <laughs>
2: remember, you're going for $4,000. i am not, I'm trying not to be uh, partial here, but uh, remember, you're going for $4,500 tonight. Now, let's see if you can identify this one. How much are you going, How much
0: going,
2: you're going to bet? How much you, you have $39.80. See you if I say it. instead of Fenimore, we can cut his salary. <laughs>
0: 39.
2: 39 50. All right, here we go. Play it, Jerry. Start. That's right. Answer them
1: right away, eh? You're really
2: climbing you have $79.30. Here's your third question. How much of the $79.30 you're gonna try? Seventy-nine twenty. Seventy-nine twenty. Black Magic. Black Magic is right. You have now climbed to $158.50. Here's your last chance to beat the other couple. How much of the $158.50 are uh, you going to play? Last chance. Last chance. <laughs> Shoot the words. Shoot the words. <laughs>
0: Shoot
2: the words. Are you more scared now than you are going over you the top? You bet.
0: <laughs>
2: well... Here we go. Play it, Jerry. Eight
0: for two. Eight for two and, <laughs> and
1: here's the news. You wind up with $317, and that means that you, too, get the chance at the DeSoto Plymouth <laughs> fly <five>,
0: $4,500. <laughs> yes? Yeah.
2: We try to be impartial on the show, but I, I must say that I was a little prejudiced. Ever hear
1: somebody say, well, all my car needs is a lubrication job. I suppose I can have that done almost anywhere. Well, it's true. You can get a lubrication job almost anywhere. But to get it done right, take it to a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Here's where you get thorough lubrication to factory specifications. Yet it costs you no more than ordinary lubrication. Imagine, during the life of your car, about 19 grades and kinds of lubricants are used in approximately 54 vital points. Isn't it wise then, to have experts who know your car do a complete lubrication job? Eliminating all guesswork, and thus giving your car added miles of protection. Tomorrow, stop in and tell your DeSoto Plymouth dealer you want a complete lubrication job. See him for any type of service your car may need. His price is reasonable, his service is prompt, and you'll get courteous treatment too. Just look for the familiar sign of better service the friendly sign of a DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And here's the sergeant and his fiancée, Groucho, the winning couple, all set for the DeSoto-Plymouth $4,500 question.
2: All right, well, I I can't help you with this, Joe. You're on your own now. You're out in the middle of no man's land. Here we go for $4,500. I'll give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help in the audience. And I, I give you this admonition. If you don't know the answer, take a stab at it and guess something anyhow. During World War II... Hitler and Mussolini had numerous meetings in a historic pass through the Alps for four thousand five hundred dollars. What is the name of this mountain pass that connects Italy and Austria? I talk it over. <laughs> What's the answer you kids have decided upon? I, I like him come out with his birch's garden, but that's a place where they were right. I'm sorry. The correct answer is uh, is Brenner Pass. Oh no, no! So that means the big question next week will be worth five thousand dollars. Well, you lost the big money, but they uh, did pretty well in the quiz. How much did they win? So they did three hundred and seventeen dollars in the quiz. And the secret word? Yeah, I have the secret word, too. That gives him a total Two. of uh, $417. Uh, $17. Well, it's not. That's a good night for oh, Congratulations. <laughs> and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. Thank you.
1: sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at the same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $5,000. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation.
2: And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See the DeSoto fire dome. not Tomorrow,
1: <laughs> Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Road signs are signs of life. Be sure you heed them. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off with more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast.